Hey, what up, Dodgers Nation? Doug McCain here. You can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at DMAC underscore LA. The Dodgers claim Luke Williams from the Marlins. They declined some players' options. They could be extending the qualifying offer to Tyler Anderson. We're going to dive into that in just a second. But quick reminder for all the latest Dodgers news and rumors all offseason long. Be sure to hit that subscribe button. Hit that notification bell. And if you really want to support the channel, you want to see us post even more Dodgers content, smash that like button. And as always, I want your takes down below in the comments section. Today's Dodgers Nation question of the day. Will Luke Williams be something, nothing, or everything for the Dodgers? And are you okay with the options that they did decline? I want your takes down below. And for all it is Dodgers news, head over to DodgersNation.com. So the Dodgers made their first move this offseason, and it is a little drum roll, please. You're going to want to sit down for this. They claimed Luke Williams from the Miami Marlins. Okay, that's not a big deal. That's nothing earth-shattering. That's not going to break the Dodgers Twitter verse, but here's everything you need to know about Luke Williams. Williams is from Southern California, grew up in Dana Point, and the 26-year-old utility man has played in 137 games at the big league level, most recently with the Marlins last season. He played 71 games with Miami, eight games with the Giants, and then before that, in 2021, he played 58 games with the Philadelphia Phillies. In 137 games total, 200 144 plate appearances. He slashed 240, 299, 316 with a 615 OPS, two home runs, nine doubles, one triple, and a 72 WRC plus. So with 100 being league average, his offensive production has been 28% below league average. And he also has a 29.7 strikeout rate. So a very high strikeout rate. And he is better against southpaws, against lefties. He has a career 686 OPS with a 90 WRC. WRC plus. Now, when it comes to his strengths, it's definitely his speed and versatility. Last season, he was in the 87th percentile in sprint speed. And when you look at that versatility, he definitely has that in spades. For his career, he's played four games at first, 16 at second, 25 at third, four at shortstop, 25 in left, 13 in center, and one in right. And also has pinch hit on 26 different occasions. Now, he used an option year in 2022 and has two more option years remaining. And he's currently playing in the Dominican Winter Leagues for the Estrellas. So hopefully he improves on that strikeout rate and that play discipline. But it's easy to see what the Dodgers like about him. They love the position of versatility. They like the fact that he's fast. They like the fact that he can give them some depth at the minor league level. And yes, it is a feel-good story. A Southern California kid playing for the Dodgers. But hey, so was Eddie Alvarez. That was a feel-good story until it didn't make Dodger fans feel very good when he was out there. So we'll see what he's got. We'll see if the Dodgers can work their magic on him. I don't anticipate him being this diamond in the rough Chris Taylor type or a Max Muncy type or someone that really figures things out and the light turns on with the Dodgers but he is a very interesting death play for LA but it's going to be very interesting. We look at this roster and the roster crunch that they're going to be facing you have the Rule 5 draft right around the corner. You can't be giving up too many of these spots but when it comes to Luke Williams, the Dodgers, they have identified something in him that they like but to me right now it's nothing more than a high upside depth play at the moment. I don't think he's going to have a big impact on next year's team. Now, next, let's get into the options, starting with Hanser Alberto, because it's very interesting when you look at some of these similarities between Hanser Alberto and Luke Williams. Of course, Hanser has had more experience and success at the big league level. 
but he's the guy that was supposed to mash against left-handed pitching, and he didn't do that. He's the guy that was supposed to, at the very least, put his bat on the ball and hit for contact and put the ball in play, and he did not do that enough either. Look, when you look at his greatest highlights with the Dodgers, it's him in the dugout dancing or him on the mound pitching, and it's not what he did at the plate. So that is why the Dodgers have decided not to pick up Hanser Alberto's option. The Dodgers had a $2 million club option for the 2023 season, which they declined on Tuesday. Instead, they paid him the $250,000 buyout. Now, we all loved Hanser Alberto. He was a fan favorite. I called him the highest paid cheerleader in sports, and I do give him credit. He embraced his role. He brought those good dugout vibes. He helped preserve the bullpen by pitching in mop-up duty. He gave us some great TikToks with Joey Gallo, but unfortunately, he just wasn't able to produce. Look, his numbers were already below average for his career, but they were even lower with the Dodgers. He came into the year coming off a season where he had an 86 OPS plus with the Kansas City Royals. Well, that number was at 70 with the Dodgers. The OPS dropped from 693 to 623. The slug went from 402 to 365. The on-base percentage went from 291 to 258. The batting average went from 270 to 244. The defense wasn't great either. So Hanser just was not the answer for the Dodgers next season. Look, I want to see him on Dancing with the Stars. I want to see him in the broadcast booth. He's great at a lot of things, but being that utility man that they needed him to be was not one of them. So they didn't pick up that option. And then there's Jimmy Nelson. So I predicted the Dodgers would not pick up Hanser Alberto's option, but I thought they would consider picking up Jimmy Nelson's option because when he was healthy, he was very effective for the Dodgers in 2021. And I do think there's a really good chance that he could sign a minor league deal and continue to progress. But to me, it tells me that one, his arm is nowhere near where the Dodgers think it needs to be because if the Dodgers thought they could get him back to where he was in 2021, before he went down with those injuries that ultimately led to surgeries, I think they would have him back because in 2021, he had a 186 ERA in 29 innings pitch. His strikeouts per nine was at 13.7. He had a 37.9 strikeout rate. The spin rate numbers were well above league average, but unfortunately that triumphant return to the mound was cut short due to injury and he ended up undergoing multiple surgeries. He had Tommy John surgery. He had flexor repair surgery in August, but even still the Dodgers chose to re-sign him for the 2022 season and allow him to rehab on their dime. He also had a $1.1 million option for the 2023 season, which the Dodgers declined to pick up. Now there was no buyouts. There is no financial penalty or anything of that sort for LA. And pretty much the only risk is that if he figures things out and joins another team, maybe that burns the Dodgers. But to me, I think there was a major setback in there for Jimmy Nelson. Also, you might want to continue to free up some roster spots and you can also sign him after the rule five draft. You can sign him to a minor league deal. So this might not be the end for Jimmy Nelson and the Dodgers. But when you also consider the fact that he doesn't have any options, you don't have that flexibility. And on top of that, the Dodgers have dealt with so many injured pitchers throughout the years. Just look at currently Blake Trident, who's still struggling. They don't know what to do with him. And then Tommy Canely, who they really banked on him to be one of their high leverage guys in the postseason. Well, he was great until he wasn't. His ineffectiveness in game four really set the wheels in motion for the Dodgers downfall in that game where they ultimately lost and lost the series. So maybe the Dodgers are taking a step back from some of these injured reclamation projects. I think for the right guy, they still will pursue it. But Jimmy 
Jimmy Nelson. They decline his option. So this one does come as a surprise. And then there's the man, the myth, the not Dodgers legend, Danny Duffy. He's like the Loch Ness monster of Dodger baseball. We've heard about him. He's a big myth. We've never actually seen him. He's like Santa Claus. He's not real. And Danny Duffy was traded to the Dodgers at the deadline in 2021. And fortunately, he was not able to get healthy enough to pitch for L.A., having missed the remainder of the season with a flexor tendon strain that he would ultimately have to get surgically repaired. So he hasn't pitched in a game since July 16th, 2021, when he was with the Royals. And even after that, the Dodgers re-signed Duffy back in March to a one-year, $3 million deal. And the plan was for him to be able to return to the mound and make his Dodgers debut at some point during the early summer months, some point in June. But unfortunately, he just wasn't able to get healthy and he didn't begin his rehab assignment until late August. And even then, he wasn't pitching more than one inning in the Arizona Complex League, Low A Rancho, Cucamonga, and AAA OKC. So Danny Duffy joins Cole Hamlin. In a roaring stadium, their silence is deafening. 136 Israelis are still being held hostage by Hamas. Bring them home. Hall of Fame. And we're going to take a minute here to really celebrate Duffy and watch his best moments with the Dodgers. Man, even Travis Darno thinks Danny Duffy's career with the Dodgers was short-lived. At least he played in a game. But no, it's no fault of his own. I'm sure he wanted to get right and get healthy. It just wasn't the case. And he's another option to sign a minor league contract with LA. And who knows, maybe he can figure things out. So I'm rooting for you, Duffy. I do kind of feel like I got sports catfished with you. But hey, I'm rooting for you. I hope at some point you can pitch for the Dodgers and realize your dream. And then lastly, got a quick little rumor here and this is from John Heyman. Heyman tweeted, word is, good chance the Dodgers extend the $19.65 million qualifying offer to all-star pitcher Tyler Anderson. So, not saying too much there and I think we all expect the Dodgers to extend that qualifying offer. Now, it wasn't an absolute slam dunk or a slam dunk Mr. Oregon Doug Tyler Anderson but I do anticipate they will. The only question is, will he accept it or will the Dodgers look to sign him to a multi-year deal? And that's what I hope they do. Look, when you consider the fact that Tyler Anderson is a guy that at the age of 33, he's made $17.6 million in his career. That $19.65 million could look really nice, but also I think the Dodgers can identify the value. If you can get him to buy at a contract three years, $42 million, three years, $45 million, maybe with the club option, I think you do it because he doesn't rely on that high velocity. He has that changeup. He has that cutter. He has that pitch mix to induce soft contact. And I really like the idea of bringing Tyler Anderson back to L.A. on a multi-year deal and really giving you the guy that has that veteran leadership, that has that dog. You saw how dominant he was when the Padres couldn't touch him there in game four of the NLDS. So I definitely want to see him back in L.A. But let me know down below in the comment section. Will Luke Williams... 
be something, nothing, or everything for the Dodgers? And are you happy with the options that the Dodgers declined? Do you think they made the right decisions? And what contract do you think they should offer Tyler Anderson? My name is Doug McCain. You can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at DMAC underscore LA. For all latest Dodgers news and rumors all offseason long, be sure to hit that subscribe button, hit that notification bell, and if you want to see us post even more Dodgers content, smash that like button. And until next time, think blue, bleed blue, and I'm out. In a roaring stadium, their silence is deafening. 136 Israelis are still being held hostage by Hamas. Bring them home. In a roaring stadium, their silence is deafening. 136 Israelis are still being held hostage by Hamas. Bring them home. home.